Hemshechayim Beis. We're at the conclusion of Discourse 17, which is the end of Chapter 67. So in this last chapter, in the continuing discussion of the effect of transcendence and makifim on existence, explained Ak, Ak's impact, in a makivdika way. Remember, pnimi affects existence, it gives life to existence. But the rule goes, to paraphrase Einstein, if you want to change the system, you have to be outside of the system. So pnimi, internal energy, think of it like a kanela chachover. A friend who immerses himself in your issues is part of your life. So you're not going to have a fundamental shift to the system coming from within the system. You can get more life. You can get more awareness of your life. That's called mamala kalam. But if you want to have, so to speak, an infusion of something different, what he's explaining here, that comes from a makif that is, so to speak, above and beyond existence. So on one hand, it's a makif, meaning it doesn't have a direct relationship in the sense that it's it's internalized, it's sensed, it's logical, etc. But on the other hand, it when it does have an impact, its impact basically, you can say... Uh, shifts the system to reveal something deeper. That's the meaning of transcendence. Think about transcendence. What is transcendence? Your life is a boring routine of a bunch of details. And you look for something new, something fresh, a novelty. It can be music, it can be art, it can be romance, it can be something unhealthy. It jolts you out of your quotidian, out of your routine. Routine would be, I'm driving like this, like this, a little faster, a little slower, this other takes you to another place, which is what we need. It's called the human need for transcendence, the soul's need for something beyond the structure. Here, in the anatomy of transcendence, the anatomy of, of all of existence, transcendence is what Chassidus calls makif, or Kabbalah calls makif. So tremendous. The word makif, we usually think in terms of like, you know, very... It's really the root of transcendence in life. So you can say anything that jolts you out of the system, even have something un- inappropriate. That element of it is coming from some type of makav dikakayach. That's precisely why it's not a pnimi, because pnimi can only give you more of what you have, can reveal more of what you have. Not to say that isn't beautiful, but it won't give you the transcendent element. So what does ak do? Ak jolts us out of the system by giving us the kayach mesiris nefesh. The power to have bittl, to the bal haratzen. Like he said, that pure faith. Push comes to shove. Where does it come from? In the system, self-preservation is more important. How can a person give them mesiris nefesh? Because that's axe impact. So most of the time you don't see it. But then there are times where that thing is there. So that's axe impact. Axe impact on existence is there's an overall bittal. And it's only seen in the fact that we can receive divine energy. The divine energy itself comes through a mala, through primi. But the receptivity to something that's not you. Like, you know, if you think about it like this. If God came to you and said, listen, I want to give you, I want to put an IV into you and flow my energy into you. Say, listen, I'm, I'm busy. I have other things to do. I'm not interested in your energy. Because he needs a certain bittle to accept someone's energy. But the chayis, is by, it's natural in existence that we receive energy, even though we're self-contained and egocentric, etc. That's ox impact. 
Then, he's, then he went on to explain, okay, so now we have to go now to the Makifim Protim. There's a whole case made for two chapters where he starts explaining to understand this deeper, or three chapters actually, not deeper. Then now go, so then if that's the case, what's the role of Kesar Vatsilis? Say, Malchus of Ak, Kesar Vatsilis, which means now we have another Makif to contend with. That's the Makif of Vatsilis. What is its role? So to, before he gets there, he starts making the case why Ak alone is, so to speak, even more detached. So he said a few things. He said, number one, in Ak, which is the general desire, you don't have any of the, you don't, you know, the energy is all intense, equally intense in all the details. So it's like an all equalizer. You don't have any distinct elements. We're not talking now yet the bitl and the avoida of Atsilis. We're talking now in the functionality, function level. Then it goes to all explanations to the two types of desire, Kayacharatsan and Ratsan, or Ratsan Hagali, Ratsan Hanelam, what this what he called an actual passionate uh, inclination and desire that is drawn to something, and then the root of that originates in the Heskim, and just a determination that the thing is right. He says the first one, the latter one I just said is Ak, and the former one is Atsilus, is Kasur of Atsilus. So now, in the last chapter, you started speaking, okay, and then finally, one more thing, Ak has Ainsof in it. And Kesar of Atzilis is more commensurate and relative to the existence of Atzilis. But it's still a makif. But now the question is, okay, Pnimi of Atzilis, we know the need for that. We need the ten spheres. The Kesar of Ak, Ak is a Kesar, we know its impact. It's transcendent impact. What's this... We need now some an understanding. What is this intermediary transcendence? The transcendence of Kesar Vatsilis. So clearly, even before going, if you think about it, it means here it's going to be transcendent, but it's going to be more revealed and a little closer to Pnimi. So you'd call this Makifa Kariv, with Ag being Makifa Rachik. So now we're getting a transcendence that's a little closer to our parameters. So he explains what is that. So he says, that's the Bittl in the Shamis Yisrael. He calls Ava Musuteris and Reusa Deliba. And I had the question right away: How is it different than Ak? It's very clear. I looked a little okay. further. What is it, what is no, that's not correct. No, 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 no. He says clearly in the Shams. The Elam is called Kaimim Shtachavilufadecha. That's Ak. First impact. But then the next Pedic he says in the Shams have Mrs. Nefesh. He says also in the Shams. Yeah, yeah. Samachal. Clear. The difference is the following. He doesn't use there the word Ava Musuteris, and he doesn't word, use Rusa Dalib. He uses Mesiris Nefesh and Amun Apshuta. When you say love, hidden love, and Rusa Dalib, you're talking already a more, uh, a more intense impact. Mesiris Nefesh and Amun Apshuta is, is, a, is, mo- is a more concealed state of transcendence than what he's talking about here. That's the, the key distinction. But the bottom line is that Atsilis impact, on the, uh, a Kesar of Atsilis impact, is what he calls here. Let's speak in English, what this, simple English, what this means. It means that the world... Uh, oh, I forgot I forgot one thing I, I skipped. The impact of Tehiri Allah is also the Mesiris Haguf. The commitment of being able to Mesiris Nefesh of your body. A Kedah, a prayer, a fast day. Not prayer. Yom Kippur, a fast day, etc. Now, what's the effect of Atsilis? Atsilis, Keser Atsilis adds something. That we don't just have push comes to shove amuna pshuta simple amuna, we also have some revealed elements. Like at the end of the chapter, he says thoughts of tshuva fall into you spontaneously while you're walking down the street. That's more than amuna pshuta and mesiris nefesh. 
That is actual thoughts. Now, will they impact you or not? It's makif. But why are you getting these thoughts? Or like a person doesn't mention this, but a person starts crying for no apparent reason. Here, you're already having an ashamedic impact. It's makif still because it's not coming from your natural flow. Like a natural flow is I, my eyes see, my ears hear, my mouth speaks. You know, the rational structure of existence. Here, it's something outside of the structure, but it's much more revealed than just plain, simple amuna. Amuna pshuta is more, you could say, is almost like a passive state. Mesir Nefesh is a passive state, which ignites when you're challenged. Like he says in Tanya, that I even somebody that... Here we're already talking about something that is more revealed. It comes easier than the work of learning Torah or Aveda, but it's a more revealed state. And it's a form of makiv. That's why he calls it rotsen. It's the rotsen. It's a desire that overpowers and rules the faculties. That's why he gave the example. So it's a makiv, it's a rotsen, but it's a rotsen of atzilus. Not a rotsen of the entire existence. So what Ak does for the whole world, it creates a general bitl. What it does for Neshamas, it adds the element of Mr. Nefesh and the element of, of um, as he said in chapter 61, Kles HaNefesh was another example. Here, which is a constant uh, connection that a person has in some revealed form. Here we're talking about, as I said, thoughts of tshuva, uh, the general, what he says about, it, and he goes to a, 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 a lengthy discussion, The world, natural existence does not um, reveal the hidden dimensions. Like I said, it doesn't reveal transcendence. It reveals existence. When creatures, animals, whatever they do, they're not revealing that element here. Here you're talking about Yisrael, from the word sarisa, sar, or sar kale, is demonstrating, as I said, like a form of iskafia, a form of defying natural inclination for something and doing something opposite. That comes from the hidden love and the usa deliba. So there are overlapping words, like you'll say at the bottom of page, the Kuch of Dal, he does say the Bichinus Mesirish Nefesh, Rusa deliba. But it's clearly a more revealed state that has more impact. We say a pshuta, for example, of a simple of a Jew, is an equalizer. But where is it expressed? It's only expressed when there's a danger, when there's a challenge. It's like I said, it's like a pilot flame that's always burning. So the pilot flame that's always burning comes from ak. But when you have a rusa deliba, where you have these thoughts of tshuva, like he says, I'm just using that because that's like a very strong example, or other elements of uh, expression. And they actually impact the kaychas, like he said. He says that, oh, that, that impacts you. That you should. He says the bitul of chenizar is that you should work hard at stopping yourself from alien thoughts and leaving your tivas behind. That type of self-control comes from kesheravatzilus. That's what he says. He said it could be analyzed further. My general explanation is one is more like a pilot frame, and one actually has manifestation on even on a daily basis. And one pshuta you don't have, uh, or it's not a daily activity. It's there. That's like ak. It's like the eagle. The eagle that is. It's in the existence of, in this world. There's an ak impact. Kesha Atzilus has more of a 
a more tangible, also sporadic, and not consistent, and makivdik. It's rotsen-oriented. It's not persuading your kaychis, do what God wants. It's not talking to your, it's not talking logic to you. It's telling you this is what you do. The fact that like I mentioned the story of Nissan or other stories of people being, working on themselves, that avoid where does it come from? That the ability to a person is usually self-preservation, take care of myself, and they'll spend hours under a talus davening, or hours working on themselves. So that comes from a ruusa deliba within, that's the effect of atzilus. So it's a closer makiv than the makiv of ak. And this you don't have. You don't have a, an animal or anything of doimim tzameyachai suddenly waking up with a rusa deliba. There's no such thing. They do what God's planned them to do. They never waver from that. They don't go up and they don't go down. They do, however, have a general bittle. Like what you mentioned, for example, let's say they're shira and so on. That bittle, he doesn't use that example. He, but they have a, a certain commitment, so to speak. But that's not changing the system. I would say that's more mamalakalama, actually. Sevev is the concealed bittle that they all have. I would say when Odomarishan comes to all the creatures and say, let's bow, they'll bow. But they're not going to initiate it. They don't have the power to initiate. They'll, they'll go along. Because they have within their genes embedded message that there's an architect. But to go ahead and, and, and apply it and initiate it, they will not do. The world will not do that. That may be an example. example for what? I'm thinking that may be the arc impact on the world, that they're receptive to it, but they're not going to initiate it. So like Rosh Hashanah, when Odom says, let's all, boy, ben yeah, 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 exactly. Right, so Ak has that impact, which is concealed most of the time, but he said, uh, yeah, okay, I think it's pretty pretty clear. Yeah, go ahead. Two questions. One, does Ak of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Ak ever reveal itself directly in this world, in the world of Misa, or does it all inherently have to go through... The makif of the. Uh, I, I would say inherently goes through the makif because it is fundamentally a makif. Ak is a makif. You know, does it, remember there is also a primi of ak, yeshuda ak. And it, not here, but like in Samachvav, when he explains Pshayuk Samachalaf, he does use, he says, the effect on the world is from the gulim of ak. The effect on the Nishamas is from yeshuda ak. Yeshuda is primi. But still, the Yeshar of Ak, relatively speaking, is a Makif. So I would say, at least here, I, I, I don't recall anywhere in Chassidus that talks that Ak should have a deeper... A direct line. A direct line beyond what we're speaking about here. Okay. And it's meant to be that way, because uh, if not, the whole Stauschluss would be up, upset. However, again, we're talking about when the Kav reaches the bottom, Mashiach comes, then it's a whole other world. Then, then Ak will have a lot more from... You'll hear a lot more from Ak. Correct. Well, that's when Makif and Pnimi join, but that's only because we've worked hard at our Kalim already for. That's when Makif becomes a Pnimi. But we're not. Let's put it this way. Generally speaking, that is a Makif, that's a Pnimi. So the second question of this, Maseris Nefesh, Amun of Shuta of Ak, and Maseris Nefesh of Ak, the Maseris Nefesh that the Altar Rebbe speaks about a tiny, that a Jew will be Maseris Nefesh not to be separated from That is That is the Ak impact. That's Ak, or so we're still talking about here Kesar of Atzilus. Like no, no, no. Kesar Atzilus is, is not Mesir Nefesh. Not Mesir This is Kesar Atzilus is the awakenings of Chuva, things of Chuva, Rusa Deliba, Ava Mesir We're not talking about that power, Perikites. 
the Tzamech Tzedek, in the source of this Mamorim, asks the question that in Tanya there, he says, Peri Gitchesh Yitesh, it comes from Chok Meshav B'Neshama, Chok Meshav B'Nefesh, and here he says it's Ak. So he explains how Ak and Chokhmah are connected. Again, but not directly from Ak. That's the impact of Ak on existence. There's still a a channel where it has to go through Kesar Vatsila still? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's what my first question was. No, so once I was on, let's start from scratch. The whole theme here is that there is the Ak. And even Tahiri law has an impact on existence. Yes, but does it work through... It doesn't have to work through anything. It's a makif. It doesn't it just... It just well, it's, a, it's like an echo. It's equal everywhere, right? The Ak one, yeah. It's, it it's an echo. I mean... Does it go... You ask me a technical question? Technical question. The wiring. The spiritual wiring. Maybe it goes through. So what? But, it, but it's but still an Ak impact. It's not an Atzillus impact. Everything goes through. Everything goes through. Yeah, even Yechida comes through the Neshama. But, it, but it's but it's like an express train. It doesn't get. It's not an atzilus impact. It's called an ak impact. Everything in existence is coming through the same kav, same channel. The question is: Is it an impact? Did it assume the properties of lower levels, or is it still retain the ak effect? That's what I call the class, the, the Adam Kadman effect. And then there's Adam Kadman syndrome. No, Tiri law is mysterious haguf, the ability to give your body, not just your soul. Sacrifice the body, that's what he said. So this is Atsilus. Okay? Remember, we're talking again, after all the child, let's just get the picture here. There's a structure of existence that is Erpnimi, Eris and Kalim, defines, think of the human body. Human body functions a certain way. If you want a jolt of transcendence, that's called the Makif effect. He's talking here the different makif effects. That's the bottom line. So it's like almost like, generally speaking, the unconscious remains unconscious. The conscious functions with a certain pattern and routine. You want some type of jolt, some type of like, uh, like you know, like opening up for a second the, ch- the channel from the unconscious. That's called opening up the channels of makifim. There's the ak. There's opening up to law. There's the opening up of ak. There's the opening of keshet I wouldn't even call it opening. I would call it more like an echo effect. That it has to have an impact. Bottom line is, it must have an impact on existence. A person's subconscious is inherently. Let me ask you, what, what, without the word, what's bothering you? What's not understood? No, I'm following you. Oh, no, no, I'm just, I'm I'm saying, you just want to. understand the, 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 the detailed system. Okay. And uh, the only question is the Maki, Freud. Uh, but you understand the difference between Maki and Primi, yeah. right? Okay. I just, I just wanted to know if there was a thing that Maki, there was a a system with Abraham built in that you can get access on the Maki Bavak without going through Atsilas. I just want to know if there's two different lines. Well, even if you go through Atsilas, you're still accessing. You have to access First of all, this is, not, this is not accessing it. This is its impact on us without accessing. Amunapshut is without work. Just have it. Okay, receiving it then. Receiving it. Whether you can you're asking it. if you can initiate and generate more Ak than we get on our own? Is that what you're asking? Well, I was, but no. The next question, well, I was just understanding like, the, huh? the, the, like I was just interested in the delivery system, but I will hear Everything to... goes through the same f- channels. The question is whether it's re- assuming the properties of those channels or not. Do you understand what I just said? Yes. The answer is how I the neshamas. I mean, the more active. You say, we just learned the last chapter. All neshamas come from Atsilas. Right. But some are not called neshamas of Atsilas. Why? Because they assume the levushim and the properties of Briya, Yitzir, Asiya, and so on. 
You follow what I'm yes, saying? But I just think Everything comes through the levels. There's no way to get, but but, but that relevant here. Slapshus and Derech is slapshus. So I was just wondering if there was this, this accessing this mysterious nefesh was going through the regular channels, and you explained it is. So my question, the next question would be here, um, when, and then you said, you just made a statement that the subconscious, if you want this jolt, this this jolt of Java, I mean, the, <laughs> the jolt of, uh, of Maki, um, and you said then, it said, you said a subconscious, um, I'm, is what, what Freud... I would call it unconscious. What Freud is trying to access or understand the subconscious of a human being is, are you saying that, would, are you saying that in the, I'm talking again, trying to bring this eye, this, this eye system down to our daily life, is, is, is that, is he trying to understand Makiti, is psychoanalysis? Well, first of all, let me just, let me just say the thing. From my point of view, Freud is child's play compared to this. So to even bring Freud into the picture, he's like a kid compared to this. The sophistication of this unconscious. Freud is, was really more of a self-promoter. And I wouldn't call him some, you know, I mean, I know the world would see the sacrilegious, but I wouldn't even call him an expert. You know, I'd call him a, as a kid who was smart, smart Jew, who figured out how to, certain ideas, and he packaged it well and sold himself well. I know, you know, maybe people think, if they think Freud is God. He visited him, yeah. Um, I didn't say he wasn't a competent uh, psychologist. So what? We're talking about, however, the knowledge of unconscious. He knew it from him and his mother, basically. What did he know? From his observations and a lot of his experiments were, were weird and bizarre and stuff like that. But he was a good promoter, fine. The point of the matter is, whatever people value in Freud, that we talk about unconscious... Ego, yeah, if you go to Eitz Chaim and you learn this, you see, unconscious is the whole world. Was he touching elements of it? Yes. But he got to the id. For him, the deepest part was the id, not the id. Meaning the, the sexual, selfish, me, 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 me. That's his unconscious. And everything after that is ego and superego, which is Freud's words, of the monitoring and harnessing and the controlling of the id. So, so, so altogether he doesn't even go to a divine element, forget about. But even forget about a divine element. The concepts of, of uh, like, you know, he would identify self-control and uh, Nis and Davening, as I mentioned yesterday for hours, as neurosis or psychosis. That's what he would call it. We would call it the revelation of the deepest levels of transcendence, just if you want to start contrast between Freud and and uh, Ayan Bayes. Do you see the difference? It's not a small little difference. He would call it illness. And we would call it Ak, or Atsilis. So his level of unconscious is basically based on that we're all selfish, sexual creatures. What's unconscious is even more sexual and even more the purest form of Taiva. That's where he got to. He got to the Sherish HaTaivus, that's what I would say. Okay? He got to the unconscious root of Taivus. That's exactly what I would say. Unconscious root beyond that, he couldn't go. He had no, he had no way to go there. Right? He uses, you use yourself as a reference. If you start analyzing yourself, tell me, where are you going to get to exactly? You're going to get to an analysis of what, what makes you such a selfish narcissist. I didn't say it's not a deep thing, but I'm saying it's a different map. This goes here. We're talking about from the top down, atzmus, lifne atzimtzum, ak, tirilah, tiratata, atzilus. Well, what's your point? No, is tell you yeah, mapukin compared to ak and tirilah, tell you is a little is a low level. Yes. 
I'm, I'm just trying to point out here is that, that it's, it's hard to the only way I can equate them is that yes we're going beneath the surface that's all that's, where, that's as much as you can really say beneath the surface we're going to the root of things but so do physicists in physics so there's no question that in science today you'll find parallels to these ideas but here you have a real map that's coming from the top and this is revealed to us from the creator no one could figure this out on their own yeah I mean once you see once you see you understand remember I told you Mesiris Nefesh or Mesiris Aguf of a Jew by an average academic today would call it either psychosis or delusion that's what they call religious commitment I know this I was once asked a question that the American Psychiatric Association ended up in a, in a stalemate that year whether religion is a form of actual form of psychosis or is it just delusion so someone asked me what's my opinion on that so I said, I would ask them, do they beat their wife with a chain or with a bat? They said, what do you mean? How do you know I beat my wife? I said, what, you're not giving me a third option. How do you know religion? Maybe religion is a healthy form of divine expression. They, that option didn't exist. By then, for sure, it's either delusion, it's either just a, just a delusion, or it's actual uh, medical condition. That's their, that's their given. I understand it. Now, let's put it this way. When you go with your own tools, and I was always bothered, the Friedrich Rebbe and other Maimonim say, that when someone learns Chachem's Chetzenius, philosophy or science, you become more yesh. You learn Chesidus, you learn Primisate, you become more bitl, more iron. So I always said to myself, you know, it's a pretty, like, I don't care, racist, but a pretty uh, strong statement. But then I realized the reason. It's not become more yesh, they become more arrogant. They're learning about a yesh. The whole science is about the nature of the yesh. They're not interested in what was before the yesh. Like scientists will tell you, my, my observations, empirical, are based on what I see. So what they're learning is only making what you see more. When you learn science, you learn more about how existence is, is a very complex and powerful place. You don't learn about, yes, if you step back and say, oh, there's awesomeness of the world, someone must have put it. But that's already a conclusion, your human conclusion, not a scientific conclusion. Science by nature, like I said with Einstein, a system cannot understand itself, it cannot change from within. Can only can only change the system from without. That's the whole point of it. So, so absolutely. A, a, now, it doesn't mean a scientist is necessarily yes. You could have a scientist is very bottle. But the nature of studying, no. studying the let's call it the science of the world, makes the world more va- more powerful, not less powerful. You study chassidus, you start realizing the world was put here. I'm just you talking about contrast. But if you really want to break it down, I have no problem mapping out with someone who knows. A Freudian way of thinking. Some of the levels of unconscious you can compare. But there's, as I said, your fundamental flaws. He believes that, that when you get to the core, you'll find pure selfishness. That's a key, key difference. Right. Here, you'll find pure holiness. Pure Gdusha. And you made a, mistake, a statement right now that this system, um, this knowledge that we're revealing here, is there's no way we can get to it. It's brought down... Well, we, I mean, a human being. I mean... Human, uh, no, the question uh, is this. It's, that Rizal... The Rizal, the Alter Rebbe, the Tzavak the Rebbe Rishab, are they accessing, like you said before, Iron Base is a way for us, a roadmap for working up to the divine that can, is, is a, God gives us a way of getting there through human effort? Or is this Ruach HaKodesh, revelation from the above? Why can't you say both? I, I don't know. I, I uh, no, let's go to Mount Sinai. Let's go to Sinai. Sinai was, was above? or? Yeah, but God gave him a blueprint. That, that, hold on, but you forgot the second half. 
God gave him a blueprint that allows you to reach step by step. The Torah is not just a command from heaven. It was given from heaven, but it gave us the blueprint of how you retrace the steps. It gave us a toolbox. So I said, hold on, hold on. Same thing as Kabbalah and Chassidus. It's the continuation of Sinai. It's a revelation in every generation through the Chachamim and Nevi'im of that generation. Gala Seydeh and Nevi'ov. They are channels of Moshe Rabbeinu in each generation that combine revelation, but they combine. But revelation comes with a system and a toolbox that allows us, you and I, simple people like us, to climb the steps. And it's an organized system. And the Alter Rebbe came as Mechadish Chassidus Chabad. He took all the Kabbalah and everything that he knew and turned it into a system based on what was revealed to him. But it's a system that was workable. Judaism does not focus... Revelation is only the root of it. But it comes down to a system, what you do in the morning, what you do in the evening. There's no just, oh, I'm waiting for God's message. That's not the way it works. So God's me- the same God that created existence with a structure also gave a operator's manual that has a structure. So the same structure of existence has to have a structured way of how we get to fulfill the purpose of existence. Right. And that's a step-by-step process. To a certain degree, Matt, what I'm trying to say is that there's an Indian of Nevoa, which is no matter what Eliyahu Ma'anavi could have done on his own through learning from the sages, his Nevoa, his prophecy was a gift. But what's going to, why is it a contradiction to logic? The same God that created Nevoa created logic. Hold on, hold on one second. Logic... Logic is a, is a divine creation just like revelation is. You understand? Logic is divine revelation. Yes. Okay? okay. So, L- no, logic is divine revelation. It's God's tool. Yes. Logic was not created by human but beings. Logic has a limitation. Say no, 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 no. You, God concealed his presence so we can convince ourselves we're self-made. And logic is ours. Logic is God's way. God, logic is God's spheres. How he created this, the world. That's the pure nature of logic. It's just like Elikus comes Bligvul, Elikus comes Gvul. It's all Elikus. Then there's a Tzimtzum. That we can delude ourselves into thinking, oh, I'm a smart guy, I come to my own conclusions, I'm self-made, etc. That's our delusion. But logic is, is equally revelation, just like if God split the seed now. Why is 2 plus 2, 4 less godly than, uh, than, uh, than a miracle? It's the same thing. Only to us, one becomes, we call it nature. We call it, but that's all. Right. Anyway, what, what, what's... No, I'm just trying to get... You made a statement. I just want to try to get the answer to that. Is that this this knowledge... Of I, I'm, I'm, Kyra, I told you. Is Torah Chachma or Nevoah? That's what I mean. The answer is... Absolutely no. You, what you just said is a question. I didn't use my words. All everyone says Torah is Chachma and Nevoah. It's the same thing. You've got to, you're making a mistake. You, you're, you're having a... You have a your approach is a juvenile approach. You think that... Why can't Chachma be Nevoah? Well, yeah, why not? Two, two well, well, not from God's perspective, it's too good. It's, it's God. God. Okay, so you're not hearing what I'm saying. No, no, nothing to do with it. No, you're, what you're talking is like a, is, is talking like you're talking as a yesh talks. From God, God revealed energy. One is called chachma, one is called nevuah. What difference? Just because you think you understand chachma, that's why it's, it's less godly. Did you hear what I just said? Why? You, I mean, I, I'm just posing a question. Think about it. You know, we don't have to go through it now. It's not really relevant here. I, I want to go on. I just asked you a question. Why Chachma is God's revelation, Nevoah is God's revelation? Why do you consider Chachma less Nevoah than Nevoah? Because you understand it? Because you think you're a, you, you're a big Seichel person? The mere fact that it's Chachma, I would actually say Chachma is more godly than Nevoah. You know why? Because the mere fact that we can think that we can understand it shows what kind of power it is. 
Why is one? I understand that God's energy is God's energy. Remember, you're assuming logic is a given. There's no given. God created Chachma Yeshmai, just like He gave Nevu Yeshmai. Both are from God. And if you want to talk about focusing, that's coming from God. Chachma also comes from God. No, there's no momata. When it comes from God, everything is momayla. Chachma comes from God. There's no momata. A God exists. Atzmus exists. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the revelation at Sinai came from God. Chachma came from God. What's wrong with that? Everything comes from God. There's distinctions. Uh, for my point, no, no. I, I'm making a whole book about distinctions uh, about this. Let me ask you a question. Oh, no, no. Don't bring, don't bring. There certainly is a distinction. Don't, don't, don't bring me proofs from books. Tell me the logical distinction. If both come from God, why is one called Chachma? Why is one called Nevoah? Tell me. Because they're different. From God is revealing energy. Boy comes from God too, and he's, but he's different than Jew. Is this what? This is you're giving, me Kabbal, you're giving me you're giving me you're giving me Kabbalah words. What do you mean? No, I'm just saying that. Just you, you just gave me Kabbalah. I just said to you, God is now revealing himself. I, I, one you call Chachma, one you call Nevu. Is there a difference? There's no difference from my point of view. They're both a divine revelation. The difference is you delude yourself, there's a difference. There's no difference. In that respect. There's no difference. No, in that respect. Of being from God or not from God. Everything's from God. By the way, the same question you can ask about Jews and non-Jews, the same thing question, question between trees and tables and Beis Amikdash. It's the same question. Is one more Atmos than another? Uh, think about it, okay. and then we'll talk about it. It's all right. When you're talking about unconscious or art or only positive things, or there's also room for some... Negative things in the unconscious. That doesn't seem like it's from Akbar or from. Of, of course, I mean, what do you mean? What do you say? It's only. We took, we, the unconscious is represented. As soon as God created a symptom, because there's a symptom, there's a concealment. And once there's a concealment, there's the possibility for people to choose uh, another path. And there are. The concealments create the possibility for clippers and for all the yeah, but that's a very unconscious is a very broad word. I was talking about the big picture, the unconscious that's connected to Tivus. You don't need iron base for that. We all know that. We all know we have Tivus and Machshav Zaras. We're talking about here. At an axe level, there is no such thing as nothing. Everything is gedusha there. Once there's conceal, I just told you when you conceal energy, there's always room for other options, and people make choices that are negative choices. You ask me what's the root of Clippers, you're asking me? No, I'm asking to that whole stream of unconsciousness. Before we learn positive and cup and we learn the other three later shit talking some more and that's terms back. So that's there's more than that in the unconscious, that's what I'm saying. There's some negative things in like we're not I, I didn't really go into encyclopedia on unconscious. I was talking about the unconscious know, he's know. talking about here. That I look I told you Freud's unconscious and Xidus unconscious are completely two different worlds. I'm trying to resolve that. Absolutely, two different worlds. For the, for the unconscious of recognizing that your taiva comes from repressed uh, feelings inside of you is not what we're discussing here. Here we're discussing the makifim that God uses to create existence that bring transcendence into our lives. That's discussion here. So now, continuing and concluding the Discourse 17, page 126. Chapter end of chapter Samach Zayin. So he explained 
they said the different impact of Kesher Vatsilis. The end of the chapter was basically Rusa Daliba and uh, the desire of the heart for divine revelation and its impact on us. The ability for the desire person imposing upon themselves to serve God, to go against their natural inclinations. And then he says, the thoughts of spontaneous thoughts of tshuva that fall into us. And also the final thing was, which is when you're in the presence of ten people, there's a certain that's a makif akara from Atsilis. That impacts us that you can either, it inspires you to the, to the that, uh, inspire, that uh, inspires you to pray more, or you see someone else pray, that affects you. These are all impacts of Atsilis, on our beings. So you have Makivdika effects all the places from Keser Atsilis, which is distinguished from the effect of Keser, the general Keser, which is Ak. Okay. And according to the above, we'll understand, what it says, the word Nitzavim, now the word Nitzavim to stand strong, it's not just standing, when you say Nitzav, it's not just Amida, it's, it's standing with strength, with it's a, um, taking a strong, uh, a strong, yeah, or a firm, a firm uh, state. This takeif to stand with such strength comes from the makif of the neshama. Because that is a form of intensity. So again, talking about the system, the system on its own, internal faculties are not that firm. They change all the time. They're fluid. If you're talking about someone taking a strong stand and saying it's going to be like this and not any other way, a certain obstinance, that's coming from the makif of Nishama. As opposed to the faculties, the desire, that's a super rational desire, which is the makif of the Nishama, does not have changes. That's takif. I'm standing strong. I'm not walking, I'm not moving, and so on. This is below. Like, like, for example, a kumoy same as it is above. It says kiloy adam hu That God is not a man that you can console. In other words, this God doesn't go through changes. That here he feels bad, and you console him, and so on. It's brought also in the Bosalagani Maimer, the whole chapter on this. The bitzir adam shayich nichumim in Tzir Adam, the structure of a human being, you could have Nechumim, consolations, comforting, because there are changes. So a person is in this state, and then you're Nechumim, here we just came from Shivadana to Talasad the Paranusa, and now we have the Shivadana Chemta, we're being consoled for that which was lost to us. So that's all defined by, by, by changes of uh, changes. You talk about loy adam, not at seer adam. Something that beyond the human structure is loy yinochim. I don't know. Right now, this is probably my kesher of Atzilis, if you really ask me. But I don't know. We'll see where he goes. Compared to Atzilis, it's all makif. It depends where you're talking. It's all relative. Loy adam 
He's just like it is above, the same thing is in the soul. The person, the desire that's higher than the super rational desire to be connected to God, like you said earlier, it's intense without change, without shift, with unwavering. Also, when and also the revelation of it is intense. It's not like emotions that are rational emotions that are limited and in a state of diminishment, weakness, weaker. By contrast, desire super rational desire who take of his galus It's intense. It's an int- it's, it's it's revelation is in full intensity and without limitation. Like we spoke earlier about Rotson. When a person has a desire to put his hand in, in in fire or in cold water, even though naturally that's not what you would do, desire has that ability to impose itself. So it's a, a type, a type of intensity. And that's the meaning of Atem Nitzavim. You stand here today. That's the revelation of the essence of the soul, which means we're not talking about Etzem Etzem. We're talking about what he said before, Chaya, the level of the Makif Akarov. That's the, the revealing of that desire. When they're standing strong, when you say, today you stand altogether strong, you're talking about the revelation of that desire that they're standing together in that way. And there's an effort going into this. Take that away. If they were not doing that, then they, they would not be standing intensely and firmly. Gam Nitzav Muloshan Nitziv. Nitzav is also from the word Nitziv. Nitziv, Shuloshan Sar. Like we said before about Yisrael, Sar. From the word ruler. Nitziv Melech. It means like the rule of the king, Nitziv. Nitzivim. Sar, like a ruler. Like it says in the Pasuk, in those days there was no king in Eden, only in Nitziv Melech. Nitziv Melech usually means a representative of the king. But it means he has the authority of the king. So he's a Nitziv Melech, so he's a, a ruler like a king. Like a uh, second in command, or a representative of the king. We have here Nitzivim, right? Nitzivim. Or Tzigim. Tzigim. Because now we learned earlier, we discussed earlier that the desire, the super rational desire, that's the level of Yisrael. Yisrael comes from the word Sar. Sarisa and Sarkel, that's the language, the term from the term ruler that controls and rules on all the faculties, like Rotson does. This is also the level of Nitzavim, which is the state of Nitziv, this representative, this ruler, Vesar. Ruler, Shazel Madregis Yisrael. That's the level of Yisrael. So Yisrael and Nitzavim is the same level. Now what it says, you, uh, you stand today, which goes on Rosh Hashanah, Yem, wherever it says Yem is Rosh Hashanah, because Rosh Hashanah is that's when you have the revelation of this Intensity, the essence of the soul. And the primary Aveda Rosh Hashanah is not with the revealed faculties, but it's with this essential faculty of the desire that stands strong. 
all year round the primary work is with the, inter the imminent internal faculty. The revealed faculty. That's the work with your mind and your heart. With comprehending. With meditating. In the divine. Will be saved this and the awakening of stimulation and awakening, arousing of love and war. With, that's rational. That's according to the mind. But Rosh Hashanah, but the Rosh Hashanah, the primary work will be is the reveal revelation of the essence of the soul. That's the meaning of Mayim. You stand today before God, before your God. That's Lifnei Hashem Alekechem. You stand with that Yisrael level of that Rotson and Rosh Hashanah higher than the level of the internal and the imminent. Which means that you're awakening and, and, and transmitting and, uh, and drawing down through this. The revelation of the essence of the infinite light. Like we said before. No thought can grasp him at all, but he's grasped through Rusa Daliba. Through Rusa Daliba, our Rotson, Lamaila Matam Vadas, reveals God, that's Lamaila Matam Vadas. So it's all commensurate. You work with your revealed faculties, you reveal the revealed in the structure of existence. You, the, you, want, you reveal the beyond your structure, then you reveal and draw down that which is beyond structure from above. Additionally, additional, and additionally, what it says, you stand today, the Targum Munkalus, you are uh, sustained on the day, on this day of judgment, on the day of judgment. Like it says, and there came a day. And the sons of God came, arrived. That's going on the day of Rosh Hashanah. The Bnei Alekim, Who are the Bnei Alekim? The angels that come and Makatrig. Uh, and, uh, God forbid, how do you say, to find, uh, translate Makatrig? Kitrug? They prosecute, but they... They prosecute, but more, Makatrig is more than... It's not prosecute. Uh, they're uh, they accusation. They're, they're accusing. They're instigating. That's maybe even uh, inciting and instigating. Meaning they're standing up, they're like, they're confronting God. Right. Here he's talking about the one from this. This one referring here is talking about that. Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. Here he's talking about Rosh Hashanah. It could be uh, the, 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 you did something wrong. And, uh, I understand, but who's doing the accusing at that point? I don't know. are basically messengers of God. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, like what? Like say, a kitrug could be you know, when the energy is above, it's not always called malachim. I call it energy, energies, the energies. Remember, malachim have no free will. They're just, they're just uh, responding. And the energies don't either, right? Correct. 
So there's different names for it. A malach is simply energy, divine energy. A malach is not a human being. It's just a certain level of a, how a, a little, certain form of it's a shliach, a shliach of Hashem. Is a malach is a messenger. Kabbalah Chassidus talk different between spheres, malachim, neshamas, cholas. There's different names for the different types of how man, energy manifests. There's no free will there. There's a system. There's what's called a cosmic divine immune system. So when something goes wrong, or something is, there's going to be a market correction. That's what a kitchen really is. Did you say cosmic immune system? That's exactly what I said. So is there such thing as a cosmic prescription? Yes, that's that's called that's called uh, Rebbe's suggestion. It's made up of tell you everything, all the levels above. When they say when we do something, there's cause and effect. That's the immune system. Why doesn't the shama come back in a gilgal? Because it didn't finish its job. So the cosmic immune system gets into motion, which God put into place. So the soul will return. You'll be given another opportunity in your life. It's a it's essentially a machine that's working. Just like what happens when a forest burns down. It has a certain immunity. It regenerates. Everything in this world is, has God's wisdom in it that gives it the ability to regrow and compensate and function and so on. person, God forbid, has a stroke. Why sometimes... The nerves, they, the, neuro, the neurons, you know, they create new paths. It's all the miracles of existence. Generally, though, we would ask the doctor, those that they want to refer to, the term immune is a protective system that is to protect the, the structure and the health of that system. Is that not correct? Unless the immune system causes your allergy or autoimmune disease. What? Autoimmune. Unless the immune system is working against itself. That's right. But the immune system, a healthy immune system, Right. Okay. So let's continue here. So they confront God. Means they stand. It's also a form of nitziv, but it's the opposite. And that's what we say that even though these these children of God means the messengers of God are coming and they are instigating and they're accusing and they're prosecuting whatever the word we use, God forbid before he said now he said nevertheless you stand strong today you stand and you are sustained and you merit in this judgment in other words, our nitzavim, our intensity and this Rosh Hashanah that's what the Targumunculus adds Counters their challenge. You see, we could not counter it if we were just giving our kaiches premium and gluim because they're coming now with a new challenge. They would bend. Well, because the kaiches premium were flexible, they would bend. That's why. That's one reason. No, no, but. That's the word. Uh, it because it's not comparable. When they come with a, a certain intensity of a complaint, you have to counter it with also an intensity. Yeah, he did say before the shenuyim in the midas and stuff like that. But bottom line is, what counters their their strong stand is the strong stand of the and pashut that's in the souls. That's how they stand and they are preserved. They sustained. 
they they are uh, what do I want to use endure endure and because and on the contrary through this standing this strength Nimshabam is transmitted into them abundant additional energies this is the blowing of Shefer Rosh Hashanah is it's known the Indian of blowing Shefer is the revelation of the essence of the soul that's the sound of the Shofar is reflective of the sound the call, the cry in a simple sound from the depths of the heart that's and through this they Endure and stand strong, with an additional abundant energy, and revelations. I'll call Hashana, that that last for the entire year. However, now what it says, not that you initiate. It's Lashon Nifal, meaning it is a a an effect. I don't know if the word, huh? And he said, like he said in the beginning. That cause? Nifal is the result. It says, like he said in the beginning, he said, it says, why does it say? There's Poyel, Nifal, Pula. He says, meaning it's affected from above. It's a result of. It's the state of being, that's what you mean by passive, the state of being is the result of someone else's action. That's what it literally means. How would you say the word if it was not nifal? How would you say it in Hebrew? What would you say instead of nitzavim? What word would you use? There's no other word that could be used. Well, you have the word like, let's say, Atem Oimrim, or Anemar. Right. Nemar is a nifl, and Oimr is a poil. Okay, here you don't really have, because standing by nature is a... Well, Oimdim, you could be Oimdim, or a... Mo- the, uh, what's it, deep air instead of a Like if... In other words, you say, Misyatsev, yeah. Not the him, right. You are basically... You are initiating, you are uh, mobilizing yourself. That's the state of being. See, that would be that God would say to Moshe, by Yaakov Moshe, and you should, you should all show up. But Nitzavim means you were already standing. Yes, Atem Nitzavim, fine. So, so it goes like this. So, that means. That this revelation of the essence of the soul, he, these souls are affected like this from above. Like we learned, discussed earlier, and explained in other places, in many places, in various places, that the revelation of the essence of the soul, the revelation of the essence of the soul is. This is not in the power of a person to do initiate on his own. It's what you're given from above. That's what he said in the last chapter. Remember he said, Which is another example of Makif. 
as opposed to primi. Primi also comes from God, but it becomes now yours. You own it. The makif remains a makif because it's been given from above. And this is the preparation of the month of El in the form of Tshuva Tata. I'm sorry, you're right. However, however, in order for the Rosh Hashanah to be the revelation of this Atzim Neshamed, which is which is coming from above, that's through the work all year round in the in the in the imminent and revealed faculties. And this is the preparation of the month of El like he said in the previous Maimer, the end of the Maimer, that that Achedeshel is the lower Tshuva, where you're cleaning up your act. And specifically in the days of Slichus, as you get closer to Rosh Hashanah, in order for you to be of those of the people that are accountable, the accountants, you make given an accounting of the details of your life, of your involvements and endeavors, and the details of your service all year round. And if it wasn't appropriate, you smarmed benafshe. You'll be, you're, you'll, be, you'll be embittered in your heart, in your soul. You'll feel sad or bitter, embittered by it. Over it. And you'll also be in a state of receiving, a, a, a resolving to do much better in the future. And through this work, we prepared for the revelation of the essence of the soul, which is given to us from above. And this is what we count afterwards. He enumerates the different levels of the person, the, the, of the Jewish people. You have the, the heads of the tribes. Because in order for there to be the standing upright today. That comes through the work all year round in the revealed faculties, which is broken down in details based on the different levels of the souls. Sa'atim Nitzavim is not just in a vacuum, you stand today and your, ratzen, your, your higher Ratzin is revealed to you. It's a result of your work, and therefore he enumerates the work, which is the different levels of Jews. There's Rosh Hashem, they're not equalized. The Ratzin, this Ratzin equalizes them, to some extent. Another way you can explain it, an additional way, so here is that you need those faculties, all the differences, in order to reach the makif. And now he says the other way around. The makif, as he said before, reveals the, the, when, you, when the etzman hashem is revealed, the essence of the soul through that, like the rotsin, it compels the revelation of the faculties. Like b'malkim shali when a person learns, he desires the desire. The rotsin compels the faculties to open up. So the, the so it goes both ways here. The Giluim affects, the, the, the imminence affects the transcendence, and the transcendence affects the imminence. And what if there's no uh, Giluim at all? The Jew in Russia or something that doesn't even know he's Jewish, he did not do any avoda whatsoever, yeah. will he still have Oxfus revealed to him? So it says only Yom Kippur, it's Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur we say the day itself forgives. Only Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah not. You'd say, you have to say like following. First of all, no, 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 no. First of all, few things have to be uh, qualified. It's a very important rule. There's no such thing as a Jew that's on his own. Everybody's got generations 
that they stand their shoulders. So a person may be, like you said, doesn't have know anything, but his parents and his grandparents and great-grandparents, all the way to Avram, Yitzhak, Yankif, are part of his genes. So, uh, so yeah. even if he does nothing, uh, they don't... Ninety generations just to Mount Terra. So it's exactly, you want to know, it's exactly 126 generations. That's it. Exactly 126. Our generation is 126. Maybe 127, maybe. It's not mine. It says, that's what it says. Generations, Gemara says 70 years, whatever it is. But the point is, there's 90 gener- around 92 generations to Mount Torah. Yeah? And Mount Torah is 26 generations from Brisailum. So what's 92 and 26? Approximately. Give or take, it depends, you know. 118. 118. That doesn't sound like much. Well, if you go to Freud's colleagues, they'll give you there's a lot more generations. 118. I don't know if it's exact. The 26 is exact. The 92 may be off here and there. So it means figuratively you're rewarded for a thousand generations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, going back is so number one is there's no such a human being in a vacuum. So mainly, even if a Jew is sitting and knows nothing in Russia or wherever it may be, um, a Tinik Shanishba that has not yet been reached by UJA or Chabad, right? Uh, so he's no Giluyim, um, has all that in his genes. As such, therefore that can create an awakening. That's number one. So number two. Uh, God has mercy. God, God can have compassion. He could still, generally speaking, like you know, you say, okay, the person didn't have Aveda. Generally speaking, you don't have the Kali to have this revelation that he's describing. But it doesn't mean there aren't exceptions. There are times where God can extend a certain special grace. And it's usually because of Schusavis or other things that God will say, you know, it's my child and I will give him more chance. <coughs> And in general, when you talk Tanegir Shanishbu, you're talking about almost off the radar. Generally speaking, there's a structure. When Tanegir Shanishbu is, is not on the map, he's not responsible, because it was a, it's, a, it's a new phenomenon that's only several hundred years old, really. I mean, it, once upon a time, it was a rare occasion. Somebody was kidnapped as a child, that's literally, and taken to captive and lived. But today, all people, all most Jews are considered that. Some even argue all of us are. Because or, or you know, the, the Roman slaves. What are you talking about? You, know, you had, but it was not. It was not. It was not the the, 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 the It was an exception. Today, it's not an exception. Even if they were the slaves, they were part of the other. There was other slaves. There also other Jews. It was. It, it, it's, it's different. You know, saying that a lot number of slaves didn't get assimilated in Persia and or there was no real there's no generation like ours we have 80% of Jews okay bottom line is that now like for example Yom Kippur to start analyzing why a Jew let's say doesn't do anything suddenly is drawn to Yom Kippur I just had here somebody in my house yesterday anti-Jewish in every possible way interesting yeah yeah from Argentina and interesting thing, the only thing that touched her was my book, Toward a Meaningful Life, when she was 15 years old. But she didn't want to hear more about it. So she put it aside, and that was that. Then she went to Israel. And it was Yom Kippur, and she was anti-religious. She, she went to church on Yom Kippur, intentionally. And she told me that she, one Yom Kippur, she just had a feeling. And I've heard this from others. So is this the effect of Ak? Is it the effect of Atzillus? 
Is it effect of their generations in her blood? I can't tell you. It's case by case. There's no. I'm not an expert in these things. No. And more importantly, if I was an expert, I'd be the first to tell you that we cannot know. Because it could be a combination of factors. What suddenly makes somebody wake up for a set in a second? The last chapter we learned, Herurei Tshuva come from Makav Avatsilis. Ak has other effects. I would say it's a accumulation of many things and, and other elements as well. So it's hard to really trace it. The point is, the real question that we really want to ask is, what can we do to initiate it? What can you do to spark that in somebody? So know like this, you have Ak working with you, you have Keser of Atzilus working with you. Well, later you're going to learn Keser of Bria and, and Keser of Yitzir and Asir also with you. And then you have their genes and you have history. So we have a lot of allies and assets. But then you've got to counter all the Halamas of stadium in this world. So I think if you go armed with all these Makifim, it's pretty good. So that's what we have to send the message out to all Shulchan in the world, that they should know they have all the Makifim working with them that are creating all kinds of awakenings. Okay. But generally speaking, rest assured, generally speaking, a makif will dissipate if there's no pnimi. That God cannot preserve. So he may give you an opportunity, another opportunity, even if you haven't completely prepared yourself. But the system works that you have to do something once it's there, or else it will dissipate. This is why we all have awakenings, and then inspirations, and then it dissipates. But don't we say, didn't we say at the very beginning of this chapter, Yeah, that's when you work on it. It has the power, if you, but, but if you don't let that Ratzon reveal itself, yeah, but he also said that on, generally it doesn't work that way. What, so what happens on Rosh Hashanah? So what happens on Rosh Hashanah? That's all year round. You have the power to access something that's unwavering, but you've got to access it. It doesn't well, automatically change. It's just access. Right, exactly. It's like it's like I said. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. So Rosh Hashanah comes a day where you have, but in order to get it, it helps if you do that Veda before. That's L. That's why we have the preparation L. Someone will say, "Let me put it to you this way: You're invited one time an opportunity in your life to present, to get a a major major funding, billions of dollars of funding for your company." Okay. Yes, billions excite you. Yeah. Yeah. What about trillions? Now I'm out of my daily. Okay, so I knew what would excite you. <laughs> Suddenly, I never saw such a smile on your face. I'm only saying the word billions. It's not like I have it. Uh, we have here more than billions of dollars, by the way. There's no question about this here, because this yeah, in, I'm billions is not even. To buy a nice car. I understand. It's the campaign. Okay. Good. I just want to. We just needed you to articulate that. Okay. No, but let me tell you. So you have a opportunity to have an appointment with a venture capitalist that can give you billions. Okay. Good. Now you ask a question. I got. I got busy and I didn't prepare myself. The day comes. What do I do? I'm not going to cancel the appointment. It's once in a lifetime. So you go. Or you have 30 days, like a chedeshel, to prepare. So obviously you can go in and just wing it. And hope for the best and reach him. But if you t- spend 30 days with your Kriches Pnimim working on it and preparing and, and this, most likely that your homework is going to help the presentation. So that's the point you're asking me. Of course, without any preparation, we have inside of us the ability to, to access the highest levels. Yeah. Yom Kippur, as it says, is the day itself. Echid is revealed. But we live in a world of structure. And if you want it to be, number one, Done properly, you need to prepare. And number two, like he said, the makif, 
in turn also informs the Kaychus Pinim, and that's what he just said here on top. That the transcendence affects the Rashaykim Shivtechim, just like Rashaykim Shivtechim affects the Nitzavim Hayyim. So, we've got plenty of resources in us, and the bottom line is there's no magic tricks. There's no magic tricks. You have opportunities. The Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe, the only place he ever had a so-called debate with the Friedrich Rebbe was about the miracle story. Where he wrote to the Friedrich Rebbe, why don't we have miracles? And the Derech of Chabad is that miracles were always looked at, frowned upon. Right. And there's a whole letter printed in Hatomim, printed in letters, etc. But then the Rebbe continued and said to the Friedrich Rebbe, but still, we live in a generation we suffer so much. We know, we see an Ames has the power to, for a moment at least, to lift somebody up. Lift your spirit, so why not just give that person that, and then they'll do the Aveda. And the Friedrich Rebbe was insistent. Until, until like I, I can't say, it was an argument. The Rebbe was, the man, was, was trying to get something from the Friedrich Rebbe. You know, from a Rebbe, you want. He was using the opportunity. In Tavshin Tezvav, the Rebbe brings this. There's the letters recently that were revealed, the Rishimus about it. Tavshin Tezvav is when the Rebbe, Pasha Bashal, and then Abishalach, when was it? The Rebbe told people to raise their hand. The Rebbe wanted to demonstrate a miracle. But the Rebbe himself, to be honest, was not everyday miracles. And if you asked him, he would say, you have to work on it. And it was all beloved. But there was opportunities. There's always an ace rotsen. There's ace rotsen. But ace rotsen does not become the, the, the it's an exception. You know, the rule, the exception is not the, is the, not the norm. So you have times. That's why you have you have the, the, the things that elevate and, and reach us. You know, they say the Rebbe, right, the, the last month before the Shriyuk Rebbe's Stalkus, the Rebbe told the Chassidim, Zalmagarai was one of them, to go into the Shriyuk Rebbe and say, you know, it was, it was 1950. And the Jews were coming out of Russia, etc. And there was no parnosa. It was difficult. No language. So go into the Rebbe and demand from the Rebbe that you must give, open up the, cha- the, 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 the channels of parnosa for the Elam. They said, I could just demand? He says, yeah, a Rebbe, you have to demand. And he impressed them. But by the time he came around, it was Yudshvat already. It didn't happen. So the same group went to the Rebbe the next year. And they said, we were told by good advisors that you come to a Rebbe and you demand. The good advice was the Rebbe. <laughs> the Rebbe. <laughs> now they came to the Rebbe. And they're demanding. So the Rebbe said, it's to cook with Andere Egin. Now, now we look with different eyes. They were using the Rebbe, you know, like the Nefroim Medayt, the Shalem Medayt, you pask. The Rebbe says, now we look with different eyes. You know, later he did say to Yosef Lutnik, I think it was, that there, now is the time that there should be Gvirin in Kabbalah. Yeah, but that's, that's a question. Like Zaman Gurari said also at the same time, he says he gave him the bracha to be wealthy, not me. So. <laughs> yeah, but he said in general. Also, everything. Last year, the Rebbe actually said, now is the time to start. Remember, not, once, 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 once. Time is to reveal the miracle. Hold on, hold on. That doesn't. Miracles, what, what are you saying exactly? That the Rebbe is suddenly changing the whole. No, I don't say that at all. I told you, by me, there's no contradictions in the Rebbe. The Rebbe didn't contradict himself. First of all, you. It doesn't work that way. It's, it's, it's wishful thinking, in my opinion, to start feeling that way. It doesn't work that way. Look, we're 20 years since Chavzai Nader. Where are the miracles? That's a big problem. If you're looking for big miracles. Question. Okay. Question. So maybe you have to understand when the Rebbe said something. I told you. That we're not, that not, we're not killing each other physically. Don't you remember that? Yeah, People are saying that the existence of the Chabad worldwide and the growth of it is, is, is the biggest miracle they ever witnessed. Oh, yeah. no. Well, like it's like Shmuel Gerari said, the miracle is I remain the Chassid. 
That's the biggest miracle. I, look, look. Let's not ever get around this. There's no way to change. The way God wants Eris Makifim and He wants Eris Pnimim. And that will never change. No Novi, no Tzaddik, not Mashiach himself can change that. That has to work that way. Because there's no point in existence if it's not internalized. God could have created him, could have created the whole thing. Call Yochel. We've been sitting here and struggling with Ayan Beis. How long did the Rebbe Shab take to write this? Was it done with a miracle? At the same time, you could say it's a miracle, but Teva. Of course it's a miracle that he could write such a thing. But he wrote it with his hand, with a pen. There is that element. It's God's cardinal rule. He wants Tachtenim. Obviously, the whole thing is a miracle if you're really wise. But it looks like it's manifest in... In, in, uh, in existence. If you really see it, everything is a miracle. Every time we breathe is a miracle. That's, that's the truth. So let's continue. The same thing is above. That in Rosh Hashanah, this is below. Through the Aveda that prepares for it, and then the Makiv informs the imminent. The transcendent informs the imminent. Same thing above. On Rosh Hashanah, we have the transmission of the essence of the divine light. Because then we also have the transmission, general transmission of for all the Aveda, gives power for all the Aveda all year round. Like we say, you shall blow Shefer in this month. Because this is the rule, the mitzvah, the chayk. For Israel, Mishpat Lelekayankiv. Rule for Israel, and Mishpat the Din for the God of Yaakov. What is this referring to? This is referring to the godliness within the souls. That means Mishpat Lelekayankiv. So also in Rosh Hashanah, we don't just have the Din of where we stand, it's also of how much godliness will be revealed in our soul. That's interesting. Rosh Hashanah determined how much godliness. There's a din of mishpat. That's mishpat l'elekei Yankif. A mishpat of how much l'elekei will come into Yankif. And the hamshachas, the transmissions and drawing and what's drawn the energy drawn in Rosh Hashanah is extends and is transmitted to the entire to the, to the general work and, of, and, and worship throughout the year. And this is, means you stand upright firmly today in the revelation of the essence of your soul. Through this you are, you endure and you stand strong also with an additional amount of energies, abundance energies, increasing energies. Through this comes the transmission for all year round in the work with your internal faculties. This is the Indian of Reshechem, the levels. The Kechus Primim is the levels. The heads of the tribes, the elders, and so on. Kitzur. The effect and impact of the crown of Atzillus, the Makiv of Atzillus, is only in, in the souls of Israel. This is the hidden love and the and the, the desire of the heart. That's the union of Eidus Yisrael, the witness, the testimony for Israel. Because their root is in the hidden of all hidden. So they bear witness and reveal through their 
Ratzon, through their hidden love, Mesuteris, also Mesuteris, they reveal the makif of above that's hidden beyond the whole hidden. And that's the meaning, that's the thing that God gives the soul. This is the godliness within the soul that is beyond the structure. That comes from Makif of Atzilus. This is Israel, is Sarkel, the, the ruler of God. Godly ruler. The power, the dominance, the ruling, the governing, that there should be the nullification, elimination of the alien desires. So that's a power. It's a power in the soul. It comes from the Makif And there should be the revelation of the inner faculties. And it also gives energy and passion and life, vitality to the Imminent to the internal, and also from this come the the spontaneous thoughts of tshuva. And also that which upon ten people the shchina rests. If you look at the end of Perik Yud Aleph and Tanya, she says even by Roshavarale, we say ra. It's completely dominated. There's still some makif that remains. I think that's the last line in Pedic Aleph. Am I correct? Or is it about the Tzadik Rosh of That's why he has Malayim uh, Charotis. But something that Shechina Shari says there, the Makiv remains. There's a Makiv that remains and that impacts us. So we conclude Discourse 17, now the end of chapter 567, pages 126 and 127.